Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach, which means I've dedicated my entire life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the extraordinary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be alongside to help you be the best version that you can be. I'm psyched that you're here, so let's get to it. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Johnny King Show. And today I want to get back into relationships. I'm just, I'm, I'm in that zone and I just want to keep talking about relationships. Last episode we talked about the kind of the masculine or male uh, intimacy cycle. And today I want to talk more about the, the feminine or the female intimacy cycle. And just remember, masculine and male and feminine and female aren't synonymous per se. You know, we live in 2020 now. This book really is from, I think, the early 80s. So it's a little outdated, perhaps. Um, So when he's talking about women, just kind of interchange that with the word feminine and men and masculine, because you can certainly find that there are plenty of hardwired masculine women and hardwired feminine men but I do feel like in mass there's been no greater time in human history where more men are passive and not actually acting out of their true core of their masculine but instead they've learned to be more of a a weak version of the feminine versus the powerful strong version of the feminine and vice versa you know women with with the expression of the masculine so let's get right into it This chapter from Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus by John Gray says that women are like waves. This is all about the female intimacy cycle. A woman is like a wave. When she feels loved, her self-esteem rises and falls in a wave motion. When she's feeling really good, she will reach a peak. But then suddenly, her mood will may change and her wave crashes down. This crash is temporary. After, After she reaches bottom, suddenly her mood will shift and she will again feel good about herself. Automatically, her wave begins to rise back up. When a woman's wave rises, she feels that she has an abundance of love to give, but when it is falling, she feels her inner emptiness and needs to be filled with love. This time of bottoming out is a time for emotional house cleaning. If she has suppressed any negative feelings or denied herself in order to be more loving on the upward swing of her wave, then on the downswing, she begins to experience these negative feelings and unfulfilled needs. During this downtime, she especially needs to talk about problems and be heard and understood. I don't know if you've seen, and if you haven't, definitely go and Google, or I should say YouTube, the video, and the video title is called The Nail. It's <laughs> it's such a uh, kind of perfect satire on the difference between masculine and feminine. And it's about this woman who's having this kind of conversation with her partner. And she's like, well, I won't even go into it. You have to go see it. <laughs> it's so good. But it really talks a lot about this type of uh, interaction. Um, so ultimately, let's get back into this. Uh, where should I pick up? Um, a woman's ability to give and receive love in her relationships is generally a reflection of how she's feeling about herself. When she's not feeling as good about herself, she's unable to be as accepting and appreciative of her partner. At her downtimes, she tends to be overwhelmed and more emotionally reactive. When her wave hits bottom, she is more vulnerable and needs more love. It is crucial 
that her partner understands what she needs at those times. Otherwise, he may make unreasonable demands. So this is the part for all my brothers that you're listening to. Uh, so important. If I had known these things, you know, more than 10 years ago, life may have been different. <clears throat> it may not have been. Who knows? But like I've said in previous uh, episodes, this is where I first acknowledged and saw this play out in real life when Tony Robbins was giving a real live intervention between a husband and a wife. And he got the, the husband just to stay completely present to her in front of 4,500 people uh, and wasn't trying to fix her, was just listening, was just being present. And it allowed her to, to actually shift into her feminine and you could actually see it happen right in, in front of us, which was pretty cool. And it made a huge, huge difference. Um, so that's, you know, that's a completely different episode. <laughs> but this is where men, uh, if you're listening to this, need to, to maybe take some notes. So this says this this header says how men react to the wave. When a man loses, uh, I'm sorry. When a man loves a woman, she begins to shine with love and fulfillment. Right. Most men naively expect that that shine is to last forever, but to expect her loving nature to be constant is like expecting the weather never to change and the sun to shine all the time. Love is filled with rhythms: day and night, hot and cold, summer and winter, spring and fall, cloudy and clear. Likewise, in a relationship, men and women have their own rhythms and cycles. Men pull back and then get close, while women rise and fall in their ability to love themselves and others. A man assumes that her sudden change of mood is based solely on his behavior. When she is happy, he takes credit. But when she is unhappy, he also feels responsible. He may feel extremely frustrated because he doesn't know how to make things better. One minute, she seems happy, and so he believes he's doing a great job. And then the next minute, she is unhappy, and he's shocked because he thought he was doing so well. And this is a great example of what I fell into because, again, I was raised by women primarily as my uh, role models. I learned very quickly that my value was based on being a good little boy. And if I was being a good little boy and listening, then I would get the approval and the validation of my mom or my teachers or everyone else that you know were kind of raising me, right? But then when I became an adult – especially in intimate relationships, this played out massively until I finally got a freaking clue and didn't take things so personally. But my ego, of course, and, and that deep underlying fear that I'm not enough and that I'm not going to be loved if I don't make my woman happy, it sabotaged and, and blew up a lot of relationships over the last 10 years, well, longer than that. But that is exactly it. I felt like I was doing a great job when she was happy. And then when she wasn't happy, I took it Totally personally, and I and I know, having spoken to so many men over the years, that's exactly what they feel. They take, you know, kind of pride and personal responsibility for the happiness or lack thereof of their woman, you know. And so it it still is kind of like a game, like for for a man, not a game with a, a woman per se, but it's like a game for him to feel like he can win. Uh, and if he if she's happy, then he's winning. If she's unhappy, he's losing. Okay, so men keep listening. Um, this says, don't try to fix it. When a woman moves into her well, he needs to learn that this is what when she needs him the most, and it is not a problem to be solved or fixed, but an opportunity to support her with unconditional love. So the challenge, though, with men is that often they try to rescue their partner by pulling her up. So 
uh, it gives kind of an example of Bill and Mary and their, and their marriage. And he said, when his wife Mary started to crash, her first symptom was to feel overwhelmed. Instead of listening to her with caring, warmth, and empathy, he would try to bring her back up with explanations of why she shouldn't be so upset. <laughs> uh, you know, if you're listening to this, you've probably done this if you're a man. If you're a woman, you've probably had a man attempt to do this, and it only makes things way worse. So the last thing a woman needs when she's on her way down is someone telling her why she shouldn't be down. That right there, guys, if you're listening to this, that, that will save you probably a decade in couples therapy if you just understand that. Let me repeat it again. The last thing a woman needs when she is on her way down is someone telling her why she shouldn't be down. What she needs instead is someone to be with her as she goes down, to listen to her when she shares her feelings and to empathize with what she's going through. Even if a man can't fully understand why a woman feels overwhelmed, he can offer his love, attention, and support. Now, this is the point where men often get confused. After learning how women are like waves, Bill was still confused. The next time his wife seemed to be in her well, he practiced listening to her. As she talked about some of the things that were bothering her, he practiced not offering suggestions to fix her or make her feel better. But after about 20 minutes, he became very upset because she wasn't feeling any better. And although Bill was listening to to Mary, he was still trying to fix her deep down inside. He expected her to feel better right away. What Bill didn't know is that when a woman goes into her well, if she doesn't feel supported, I'm sorry, if if she feels supported, she doesn't necessarily feel better right away. She may actually even feel worse. But that is a sign that his support may be helping. His support may actually help her to hit bottom sooner, and then she can and will feel better sooner. To genuinely come up, she needs to first hit bottom and that this is the cycle. So Bill was confused because he's, he listened to her uh, as she appeared to get no benefit from his support. And to avoid this confusion, a man needs to remember that sometimes when he is succeeding in supporting a woman, she may become even more upset. And so he has to, listen to this again, men, you have to be willing to let go of your expectations of how she needs to react. It's still a, it's still a way that, that you have strings attached. It's a way that you are conditionally loving her because you think it's some type of algorithm or mathematical, equi- mathematical equation such that if I press this button, then I'm going to get that result. And that's just not how the feminine works at all. Okay? So... After becoming much more successful in supporting Mary in her well, he also learned that there was no way to predict how long she would be upset. Sometimes her well was deeper than at other times. So, you know, in this, this chapter of the book, he talks about, you know, the feminine or, or women are like waves, but then he also kind of uses the analogy of, of a well. I, I think of it more of a, as it being a well as well. <laughs> well as well, which is sometimes the well is full. And then other times the well is super empty, right? And men sometimes uh, want to be intimate and really close. And other times they need to stretch away. But if you're listening to these last couple episodes, you're, you're getting, I think we're, we're getting the, the general theme, which is we take things way too personally. And because we are insecure about not feeling like we are enough, and because we're not enough, then our biggest fear is that we won't be loved. A lot of times we will go chasing after our partner 
in hopes that we can make them feel better. We attempt to think that we actually have control over that, and that's probably the, the biggest fallacy of this whole thing. And I think it's one of those things where as you continue to, to do your own work and grow in your own sense of self-worth and self-esteem, I have certainly experienced that too. It's not that I have less fucks to give, part of my French, but it's kind of like I just, I, I just know what I have responsibility for and what I don't. And I, it becomes a lot easier actually to love a woman, to hold space for her when it's not up to me to make her happy. Now, again, I wish I'd known this as, as my younger self, but that's not, I mean, that's, that's the point of this whole life, right? We, we, we <laughs> have breakdowns, breakups, whatever the case might be, and that's just how it is. The, the, the only part that you can really fail at is if you just keep repeating the same thing over and over and over and over again, and you miss the, the opportunity to learn the lesson and to evolve and become a better partner in the future, Right? So a lot of times, and I've heard of, you know, men and women both like just at some point just giving up on relationships. Like, you know what? F this. I'm so done with this. But the way that I see it is like, you know, each and every single no or each and every single failed relationship is, is just more uh, opportunity to get stronger and to, to learn and to, to, to dive into it. But that's just the way that I see it. I, I I just love personal development. I love psychology. I love figuring out, you know, life hacks so that we can ultimately be as fulfilled as we possibly can. And there's no greater place of fulfillment and love and joy and happiness than in that intimate relationship with our partner. So I hope you enjoyed the the episode. Uh, If you have any questions or thoughts or feedback, you know, I'm always open to that. I really love to hear what you have to say. Because that allows me to get some feedback and say, okay, cool. We, we should kind of dive into that subject even more. So I've been chatting with a lot of you guys. Um, and I really do appreciate like, oh, you know what? That wasn't enough. That episode wasn't enough. I want more of that. So go deeper into that. So thank you. Hit me up with more information um, or not more information, but more uh, questions or ideas and things like that. And we will uh, keep rock and rolling. So talk to you soon. Have an amazing rest of your week and enjoy every minute of it. Later. And I want to thank you so much for listening to The Johnny King Show. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, please subscribe to the show, share it on your favorite social platform, and then tag me in it so I can say hi. It would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something I could be doing better? Awesome. I totally thrive on constructive feedback and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at johnnyking, facebook.com backslash johnnykingmenscoach on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been amazing. And we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.